welcome to the podcast Inner City Spirit, hosted by Trinity Midtown in Houston, Texas. We have a new series we're beginning called Las Reverendas Outline the Faith. Your hosts are the Reverend Luz Cabrera Montes and the Reverend Hannah Elizabeth Atkins Romero, Las Reverendas. That's what the community in El Salvador used to call me, and um, uh, many communities are getting used to calling Luz as she completes her year of ordination to the diaconate. So uh, the concept of uh, Las Reverendas Outline the Faith is to re-familiarize folks with the basic tenets of the faith of the Episcopal Church as outlined in the Book of Common Prayer, but make it a little more interesting than just reading. We'll review some of the concepts that are in the back of the Book of Common Prayer, 1979, uh, the Catechism, and then we will discuss them. And we're going to do 18 series. So one of, in each topic of the um, catechism or the outline of faith. And we're going to do this hoping for it to be a resource for people who want to re-familiarize or acquaint themselves for the first time with some of the things that we believe in the Episcopal Church. And our hope is that this will spark discussion, spark meditation, spark further investigation into these deep theological concepts. But we're going to start with some of the basics and share how we have encountered those in our lives. So let us pray and then get right to it. O God, you made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus Christ, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth that in your good time, all nations and races may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. This is our second part, segment of the Outline of Faith, the Catechism. And the segment is entitled, God the Father, in our prayer book. What do we learn about God as creator from the revelation to Israel? We learn that there is one God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. What does this mean? This means that the universe is good, that it is the work of a single loving God who creates, sustains, and directs it. What does this mean about our place in the universe? It means that the world belongs to its creator and that we are called to enjoy it and to care for it in accordance with God's purposes. What does this mean about human life? It means that all people are worthy of respect and honor because all are created in the image of God 
and all can respond to the love of God. How was this revelation handed down to us? This revelation was handed down to us through a community created by a covenant with God. All right, so we're on the discussion of the question and answer segment of the catechisms of the section called God the Father, which we just read. And there's just so much about this. What is striking uh, or calling out to you? So for for me, I think one of the what's striking is, you know, what does it mean as God the Father? This means that the universe is good, that it is the work of a single loving God who creates, sustains, and directs it. Uh, it reminds me a lot when I think of my life here in Houston and growing up here, and also comparing it to what it's like in El Salvador. And, and you know, when I look at outside and, and, and being there, I used to, you know, growing up, I would go every summer. And there was always this, grew up in, I grew up in this, like, even to this day, there's this liminal space of, like, you know, my, no soy ni de allá ni de acá. Like, you know, I'm not, in Spanish, we say that, and, and it translates somewhat to I'm not from here or from there, whether it was here in the U.S. or whether when I was in El Salvador, it was so different. And and just finding ways of, of seeing that God is the creator of it, of both of those worlds that I, I feel, right, that I'm mm-hmm. a part of, but finding God in that, you know. And I think one of my favorite parts about my summers in El Salvador is just being able to see that creation that has not been you know in our previous segment we talked about those those decisions that we sometimes make that are not the best ones right when we make the wrong choice and or you know for changes and things happening but the part of El Salvador that I'm from is I mean there's it's a very small city it's considered a city it there's not a single building you wouldn't think it's a city if you if you were there um there's not a lot you know we recently there's internet uh you know growing up we used to use this thing and i don't know the word in english but un candil you know where you would just put some fluid in there like a little bit of a uh to, to light up, you know, because a we had no, a gas lamp because mm-hmm. we didn't have um, electricity and and just being able to really see a lantern. Yes, a lantern, mm-hmm. you know, and being able to see how so much life and, and so much of God's creation and and those simple things that, you know, we sometimes take for granted here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not used to not having power. Even to this day, I go to El Salvador and if it's raining, we're, 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 there's no power, you know, and, uh, and, and seeing how much of that I still haven't seen, you know, uh, of the world that this, that God has created, uh, things that we see all the time and things that we sometimes don't see. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And that God is creator of it all and yes. is the bridge mm-hmm. between, uh, these different places and, that is in in those liminal spaces with you whether they're difficult or mm-hmm. or beautiful you it's know, still really... the work of a single loving god mm-hmm. you know and that we're, we're you know the masculine term 
uh, God is, uh, you know, appropriate. It's part of what's uh, in the scripture, the, uh, but it's not the only thing there. So I think that being sort of a mix of various cultures or places uh, might, you know, open one up to also um, being able to connect with God in 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 different ways and or just or you know just as we get more comfortable and trust our relationship Mm -hmm. with god and trust god we're able to not see god as just one traditional image um and we can explore um the other images that are sort of sometimes buried Mm -hmm. in scripture so i think of a sermon um, I did on Hosea, the prophet Hosea, and the uh, part of the text there described God as mother. And the verse was from Hosea 11, verse 3 to 4, and it says, God, yet it was I who taught Ephraim to walk, I who took them up in my arms, but they did not know that I healed them. I led them with cords of human kindness, with bands of love. I was to them like those who lift infants to their cheeks. I bent down to them and fed them. And then a little bit later, um, Hosea in chapter 13, 8, describes God as a mother bear, which Mm -hmm. says, like a bear robbed of her cubs, I will attack them and tear them asunder. (laughs) So think of God as a, you know, as a mama bear. Um, Mm -hmm. I haven't heard anybody mention that for a while, but... This sermon, I also was thinking about the pain of God when we neglect um, our humanity or others' humanity, when we neglect our best instincts and interests. Um, and in that sermon on Hosea, I, I um, some of you might remember a, a controversial photo that our uh, immigrant mother, I believe she was from Honduras, um, was trying to get to her infant who had uh, been torn out of uh, her, the father's arms um, as they tried to cross the current. And she was just crying and screaming out. And um, and it's just, it was devastating mm-hmm. that then people would say, well, why were they trying to come into the United States? And, you know, people... People don't put themselves or their kids into dangerous situations lightly. There's all kinds of wonderful things in Central America. There's also all kinds of things that will make people think that it's safer to bring their kids here than to stay there or that there might be better opportunities. So it's not all bad, Mm -hmm. but there are incredibly harsh realities, and people have the right to search for better opportunity. And sometimes that journey is dangerous. And when we look at that journey and tragedy in that journey and see only look with judgment against somebody, you know, I feel like that's when God is like a mama bear, mm-hmm. like yeah. <laughs> ready to just like go crazy um, protecting the most vulnerable um, to go crazy is not the right way to say it, but to just go full force to try to protect the innocent. And for some people, the father language is hard. They don't have a good relationship with their father. They've been abused by their father, whatever. 
But for others, it's wonderful because they have a, a good image, um, a good relationship with their dad. And for some, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. But what I think is important right now is that we don't say that's the only exactly. way that we can relate to God. But even in this segment, it talks about God as creator. So it's a creative force mm-hmm. that's connected inherently with what it's created. God is a creative force that's always connected to what God has created. And so that could be uh, male or female. Mm-hmm. There are other verses in Isaiah and um, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Uh, we have mm-hmm. women as God is a woman in labor. Yes. Um, all, all God is a mother in the Psalms. So it's there. Um, it just hasn't always been highlighted. Although, again, there's a ton of reading and writing on on the various images of God. Yeah. Well, but I think this just you know the part of this is for you all to to you know have a sense of, of yeah, let's do some critical thinking and have this conversation, right? Because mm-hmm. I think it helps us to step away from our own context, our own experience of the Father. Uh, like your personal experience with that word and and what it means to think of the care that is given to you know to a certain place like you know when you think if I think about El Salvador what God does to sustain that country to sustain the good things like you said and and also the amazing opportunities that I know for example in my personal experience that my parents have had coming to the United States you know and, and being able to see God and in both these places, but with different opportunities and, and, and not necessarily saying, you know, again, finding a word that, that works for you, mm-hmm. I, I guess, in whatever contexts or whatever experiences you have that are very valid and real for you. Yeah. And when, and, 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 um, not in an individualistic mm-hmm. way, but in a way that allows you to connect uh, more closely to the God who is creator of us all, right? Yeah. So there, there, it's it's hard these days. There's less and less folks who are willing to I don't know if they take that leap of faith that it, to, to believe or profess their belief because the church, I think, in many ways, has tried to stick to what they know mm-hmm. instead of instead of be open to what we can be taught and you know people can help us learn from their experiences of mm-hmm. God while we you know share what's good from our tradition and share you know the that the academic investigations mm-hmm. that prove you know whatever yes. <laughs> I'm not belittling that that's really important but but it, it can't be all and so you know that section, God the Father, is about our connection. And also, later on, it's not about Christians being better than Jews or mm-hmm. our supersessionism. It's, uh, you know, we complete the Jew. I mean, it's not about that. It's about, you know, sharing and growing and understanding and connection to God equally. You know, yeah. El Salvador and the United States are not countries that are the same but they're mm-hmm. equal okay and some people leave El Salvador and some people mm-hmm. leave the United States I mean mm-hmm. and so yeah. you have to 
we are mutually, we stand before God mm-hmm. as, in, you know, inheritors of God's grace, equal, wherever we're from, yes. whatever uh, gender we are, whatever we are on any of those spectrums. And, um, and God claims us mm-hmm. as God's own. So just a couple more minutes. Um, the, the last question is, how was this revelation handed down to us? And, and right before it, it says, what does this mean about human life, that God is creator and we, we are called to enjoy it and care for it in accordance with God's purposes? God's purposes are collective. Yeah. And so, you know, the answer to that is it means that all people are worthy of respect and honor. And we talked a lot about that. And yet people, people lean to fear. Mm-hmm. Um, they lean to fear of each other. Uh, and as, as, as people, as Christians, because we're Christians, as people of goodwill, we're, you know, we're called to be respectful across, across the differences that we have, but also to hold each other accountable. And so there are uh, so many ways to do that. And I think one of the, the, I mean, one of the words here that just stands out over and over again is community. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's it, 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 the more that we are in community, the more that we listen to each other, the more that we have these difficult conversations, the more that we give space and allow the voices of all to, to participate, then I think that the more that we're able to, to see the problems with, with the way we do things or, or, you know, be able to identify the good and, and also hold each other accountable mm-hmm. to those things that are not so good. Right. And, um, I, I love this phrase, um, you know, the church is a, is a community. It's not called just to be a safe space, but we're called now, especially in the times we live, to be a brave space. Mm-hmm. And yes. sometimes that courage just comes in sharing uh, and not demonizing and not dehumanizing the other, even when you don't agree on a path, but staying firmly on the path that you have known to be true, um, like immigrants are a blessing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and there, yes. how's that? Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for this segment of this series, Las Reverendas, Outline the Faith. We want to also highlight that there's a lot about our catechism on the Book of Common Prayer. And this catechism is primarily intended for use by parish priests, deacons, and lay catechists to give an outline for instruction. It is a commentary on the creeds, but is not meant to be a complete statement of belief and practice. Rather, it is a point of departure for the teacher, and it is cast in the traditional question and answer form for ease of reference. The second use of this catechism is to provide a brief summary of the church's teaching for an inquiring stranger who picks up a prayer book. For additional resources, we invite you to check out our website, trinitymidtown.org, and for you to tune in for our next segment. And we are very grateful 
that you are joining us here with Las Reverendas, Outline the Faith. Have a good one. <laughs>